Welcome to Wax Hatful, episode 77, 76? Or is it season 2, episode 2? I don't know. Keith, what are we doing? Uh, I am just continuing counting with overall episodes. You can name them whatever you want on the <laughs> recording. So this is a inter- So this is your internal count thing, and I can do whatever I want on the outside. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. What? The opposite. So wait, so... The, well, nothing you say, Wax, is going to be the overall... <clears throat> whatever I post is going to be the overall episode number. So whatever you want to name the episode, you can name it. So you're saying officially it's whatever you want, and you're just like humoring me with, uh, with all this other stuff. Yes. All right. You know what? I, I guess this is really... really it goes by your whim, so I'll have to... Uh, it's mostly, it's mostly because uh, when I upload the episode... I have the choice of doing like uh, seasons and episode numbers and like all this different stuff. And I had it set originally to have like a season displayed and stuff like that, but it doesn't carry over to other uh, services all the time. So I said, there's no point in having it. So it's just an overall number. All right. Well, Uh, give me one moment. I got to close the door. All right, we already we already started anyway, but but don't worry. It's uh, this is our usual level of uh, professionalism and try hardness. Honestly, it's better All this right. way. <laughs> exactly, guys. That was the fake start. Now All we're right. actually sliding. No, 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 no. Let's, 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 let's just go. Keith, how you doing? I'm oh, sorry. Ads, how you doing? You know what? I said, ask Keith. Dude, let's just go with that. Keith, how you doing? Dude. Uh, good. I guess I'm watching playoff basketball. Um. The Suns game hasn't started, but I put on the uh, Sixers and Heat game, and uh, there's something off about it, and I can't tell what it is. I don't know if it's like the the presentation or the commentary or the crowd just doesn't seem into it, but it just doesn't feel like a playoff basketball game. I have to ask you, how does this uh, how does this square with your assertion that you don't watch other things while you're while we're recording but then sometimes it seems like you're very clearly watching other things so like which one is it well i didn't say i don't watch other things while we're recording i said i don't always watch other things while we're recording okay uh and that what do you say the percentage is uh i don't know like 10 percent of the time i'll be watching something else it depends on how interesting what i'm watching is like I'm not actively watching this basketball game. It's just I still have the tab open. Um, okay. But like, if there's if I if I am watching RP, which I'm known to do at this point, um, if there's a like a really dramatic situation or something happening, then I will keep that open and watch it until the situation resolves itself, and then I'll stop paying attention to it. Okay, because I was going to ask, like, how many things in your life warrant 100% concentration? So it's clearly, when it comes down to sports, it's only the Phoenix Suns or the teams you support, everything else, you know, it's just kind of background shit. Like, what yeah. else requires like 100% concentration, not doing anything else? Uh, pretty much nothing. I don't know, reading a book? I f- like, I feel like that's the <laughs> one situation where I'm always, I always have to pay attention. Otherwise, I'll just, like, lose the plot. Um, okay. Even movies think, now, I don't always one hundred percent pay attention to. Okay, I don't think anyone like who, anything anyone living can read a book without paying full attention. Like, is that even a thing? Is that possible? You have to be some sort of like weird savant who can like 
do you guys listen you to music while, while reading? No. I'll, I'll listen no, to music. I can't, do, I can't do anything while reading. I listen to music, but it has yep. to be the vibe music. It has to be the vibe check music, you know? Like, I'm, I'm not going to be listening to, like, hip-hop while reading some fucking book about this 1900s pianist who's just, like, lost his will to live. Um, that's not going to work, right? Like, I need some vibe check music to go along with the music, with it. And it's very hard, actually, to pick a, a song or, like, a, a vibe to go with the to go with it but when you do get it perfectly i think it elevates the qualities and the emotions that you'll feel while reading the book okay uh important question are you capable of using music with uh english lyrics or lyrics you understand as vibe music or does it have to be either foreign language or instrumental normally it's instrumental but sometimes like sparse lyrics i wouldn't say like again i wouldn't say i'm listening to something for the lyrics specifically but it's more, uh, so, so I guess, what was, the, what was the book I was reading a couple months ago? Uh, I think it was a Murakami book. I think it was um, Norwegian Wood. And I was listening to a, a musician called Me, My, Mo, which is actually spelled M-M-M. Uh, she does have um, lyrics in her music, but it's particularly sparse. Like, it's not, it's not like uh, she's using her voice as like a, as another instrument, really. Um, that's fine. I, I think uh, instru- uh, lyrically dense music where the lyrics actually matter are too hard. But then again, like most people listen to lyrically dense music as if it's just another part of the instrumental regardless. So I don't think it matters particularly well as long as yeah. the vibes match. I If I know the lyrics, I can't do it. But if I don't know the lyrics, I can just tune them out and I can use it as like background music. All right, uh, let's. All right, let's get to uh, Felix first. Uh, next, before I go to ads for our di- our weekly Japan update. Uh, Felix, how you doing? Uh, feeling weird. Um, so I've been quarantining at home because uh, my dad had COVID and he decided to come over last weekend, knowing that he had some a little symptoms. So I had to quarantine myself the entire week, which is. Good and bad in a sense. Um, but uh, I got my COVID test. It was negative. And um, so, yeah, I've been just been isolating at home all week. But that's not much different from every other week. So <laughs> I take it, I, I guess I'm good that I don't have COVID. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think the problem with not having COVID is like when I was doing the isolation streak where three people in my family got COVID and I was like, okay. I just want to get COVID as well, so I can just be fucking done done with it at this point. So I could just like leave yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree in the sense that if you live with other people, it's very hard to isolate yourself, especially in New York City, where you know where rent is exorbitantly high, and you know you're gonna have yeah. to mingle with either family or roommates. It, 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 that's just gonna happen. So I mean, I'm lucky that I'm living alone right now, but <laughs> COVID's still COVID. I honestly don't think it was like practical for like most of the world's population. Like I, I just didn't, if you think about the larger demographics of the world and like people's living situations, unless you're living in like a lot of rural areas, like so, so much of the world's population is concentrated into like mega cities these days where, you know, it's really hard to have like a actually quarantine in a small room. So I mean, it's no shock that, you know, the COVID spreads so wide, so fast. So I, I, I'm just saying like, it's not just you, it's basically the entire world. Yeah, I agree with that. It's, it's 
I mean, that was one of the, the reasons why um, COVID it was uh, providing social inequity was because the rich people could isolate in like a room or a garage, whereas the poor people, they're, they're all cramped up in apartments and having more reminds, human interaction. It reminds me of the now disgraced uh, Chris Cuomo, like making a big show of, of escaping from coming up from his uh covid bunker on cnn it's like you know in his mansion coming up from his basement to say oh you know i, I did my you know 14 day quarantine away from my family and he just comes up and they make it a bit they have a camera crew there to show him like emerging from his i imagine very very like well well furnished well decorated just very comfortable basement wait wait he he, he recorded this himself thinking it was a good idea he's so he's a you know who he is chris Cobo? he's like a cnn anchor his brother's uh, uh, anchor yeah his no yeah, his brother's the governor, and he well, they're both disgraced because of you know. Uh, well, you want you want do you want to hear about you want the TLDR? Did you hear about this? I don't I don't know how much news gets across the pond. Uh, is he the New York ex New York governor? Oh no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. His, his Andrew, uh, his but his older brother is the the governor. His younger brother is a CNN anchor, and uh, he was giving his older brother advice behind the scenes while working as a CNN anchor about how to handle this uh, sexual harassment scandal. At the same, and he was, I'm not entirely sure what the latest updates on this situation were, but I think he was also lying to his employer, saying he wasn't doing anything when he clearly was doing stuff. Anyway, not now both of them have no jobs. Sweet. But did he lose his job because of this? No, no, this is just, this is actually when people were, were, were they still liked him because this is oh, okay. early COVID, like back in, back in like uh, May, June of 2020. And he just happened to get COVID and they made a big show of, he made a big like fuss or PR thing about, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I won't be, I won't be the anchor anymore. I got a quarantine for 14 days. He went into his basement for whatever, I think 14 days was a recommended period at the time. And when he came out, CNN, they just sent the crew to his house to just film him coming out of the basement and back to his job. And uh, people liked it because, I mean, the guy was generally popular before this entire scandal happened. So, you know, it's just it's just typical, you know, egotistical TV anchor shit. You know, what's funny is that um, Andrew Cole is going to run for trying to run for governor again (laughs) after he resigned because of the sexual harassment scandal. And very, very Australia of him, you know, just, just give him a few, give him two years or so, everyone will forget it. Why is that a st- very Australia of him? What the fuck? I thought, like, your government was, like, really, you, you guys were going through, like, a really, really terrible sexual harassment, like, uh, scandal, not about, like, one person, but just, like, it pervades your entire government, and nothing's going to oh, yeah, change yeah. anyway. That, that's that, why, it pervades yeah. society, but that's um, a different question to have in general. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, like I thought the scandal so, wasn't about like one dude, but it was just about the behavior of all of Parliament. Well, there's one dude who's no longer in. He was never at tech, is he in Parliament? I don't. I don't remember exactly how the Governor General works, but um, he's no longer the Governor General. He stood down out of choice. <clears throat> now, whether he comes back after a year or two out of the limelight is a different question. I think I think he's he's hit critical mass with like some of his decisions after scandal that made it worse such as you know going after the abc which is the australian broadcasting channel which is the government funded supposed to be uh, i guess supposed to be uh you know neutral uh that didn't look good on him um even though most people uh, most i don't say most people 
a lot of right wing people, far right wing people, have turned on the ABC, um, and a lot of far left people are like starting to turn on the ABC as well. So the ABC is not in the best of state, I'd say. That that definitely helped them. All right. Uh, well, as long as you're talking, let's we're, we're twelve minutes into the preamble. Let's just get to to the usual intro. As how you doing? It's a week three in Japan. Golden week week's three. Over. You guys had to go to week four. I don't know. Uh, yeah, week, it's week three, week three. Fuck week no. three in Japan. Gold, golden week's over. You forgot you had to go to work uh, today, yesterday? Yesterday. I didn't forget. I forgot to tell you yeah. that I had work. Hey, how come they don't... Uh, why don't they just give you the day and take it away somewhere else? Isn't that what they usually do? Because it's weird that you have like golden week off from like Monday to Thursday, then they go to work on no, Friday, no. then it's the weekend again. Why don't they just, no. like, just like lump it all together, make one giant holiday? You have Thursday, so I I think it used to be. I, I don't actually know. I have to check with someone who's Japanese, but I think it actually did used to be an entire week. But then they were like, "Oh well, we can't just give people a week off. Work will, workplaces will cease to exist." So they kind of like shuffled it so that you will work on a Monday and a Friday. So so what happens is last Friday, uh, we got a day off. It was the emperor's birthday, I think. Now I don't, I don't know if that was the case. That is, I don't know which emperor. Maybe it's the current emperor, and in which case, the previous emperor, emperor's birthday was nowhere near Golden Week, and it didn't matter. Or maybe it's like Australia, where it's the Queen's birthday holiday, which has stayed the same regardless of which queen's been in power. Um, it could be a one or the other, and I, I think that that'll probably be the case of for this. Um, but yeah, so so you have to work Monday and you have to work Friday, but you get Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. Now a lot of people do take that day off. I was wanting to take that day off, but I had like certain commitments that made it uh, very difficult to take those days off, so I couldn't. So while other friends of mine got a Friday to the next, the f- uh, like what, like a nine-day holiday, I did not. But that's okay because the three-day holiday was good, and it was good to finally start work. All right. Uh, can you talk about these certain commitments? I didn't know if you're talking about it in a way where you really didn't want to talk about it, or whether you were going to now talk about. Uh, oh no, it was nothing. Things in your life. Nothing interesting. Okay. It was just um, on Monday I had to watch another ALT do their job because they're like, hmm. I'm surprised actually. They, you know what? I shouldn't say this in a in a this you know not discriminatory, demeaning tone, because it's actually really good. Oh, God. Like, um. Uh, it's really good in the fact that if if I if I had no fucking clue what I was doing, which is definitely the case for a lot of people, um, is the case for a lot of people who still continue to do the job. But that's another thing. Um, but if I if I was like had no teaching background, you know, I was just like some fucking like I don't know a visual arts major, and I was on this on this um, on this, then a lot of people do just get thrown into the deep end. Then like first day here, all right, go to work, go go jump into some classes. Um, in which case, like they, they oh, did right. give a lot of support. Wait, is it because most of the people who go there they have no education background? Like, are you one of the few people who has that background? Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely one of the few people that has that background. Oh. At out of the people that I've spoken to, only one other person has a education degree, and I've spoken to maybe like thirty people. So it's pretty rare, I'd say. I'd say it's more. Likely that people don't, then they do. So, so I'm happy still, with the support that they're But it's still good that, yeah. But it's still good though because like school works work wildly differently in every country. So you know, just like you know, observing the class seems pretty obvious. Oh yeah, yeah. like that was fine. But there was it was just like a week of like preamble kind of thing, which like 
orientation after orientation. Like I had, I had the jet orientation, which is like run by the program committee. Then I had the um, the state or prefecture orientation. And then I had the city orientation. And I kind of like got over it at that, that point. So it was good to like finally get yeah. to work. Um, yeah. My Wait, work so state... are you still observing? No, no, I started Wait, work. did you actually get to work or are you still observing? I, I get to work now. Okay, so, so it really sounds like the, the training is fucking minimal. Because from like what you described, it you basically did one week of orientation. You watched one class, and they're like, "All right, I man, a couple you know classes. what to do." I watched a couple classes. Fucking get to work. All right, two class, whatever. That's 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 like I want to say combined. That's that's not even like twenty hours of training, forty hours of training, and they just fucking toss you in there. Okay, yeah. If if you compare it to a normal job, probably not. But it's not a normal job anyway. Cause it's a fucking joke of a job. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I did get. <laughs> I'm glad, glad we admit it. Yeah, I'll fucking I'll say it every day. Um, yeah, I got I got my timetable yesterday, and it is fucking packed. I actually have to work. This is disgusting. I didn't know I had to work. I'm leaving. Um, but no, um, I I know like a bunch of people who just like have days where they don't have a single class, or they have like two classes a day, and that's it for an eight hour shift. Thankfully, or maybe not thankfully, I have every single class filled. They're just like, yo, uh, you know, like, uh, this isn't an English class most of the time. It's only 10 times a year. But still go there and do, like, I don't know, art with the kids. I'm like, all right. Do PE with the second graders. Just fucking oh, be around. Oh, there's it. that too? Wait, wait. It's just even outside of, like, uh, you know, assisting the English teacher, you got to do just random teacher thingies? Yeah, yeah. I just got to rock up to, like, grade 4 PE and just, like, play dodgeball. I don't know. I don't know actually what's going to happen. What? I assume that's what I have to do. Wait, wait, what? Wait, seriously? So yeah, they, yeah. they just say, hey... I'm this literally not, the clown. I'm do. I'm literally the jester of the school. <laughs> is this normal? Is this is this like a standard thing? It's I I've heard that it's somewhat normal for for elementary school teachers, but not for like um, junior high and high school senior high school teachers. That seems pretty rare for them. But for like junior high school, they were like, yeah, it's really important that you engage with the kids at all moments of the day in English. So yeah. Oh, so, so they want you to be around, but also you're ostensibly supposed to like speak to them in English while you're doing this like PE class or art yeah, class. Yeah, like let's go or let's paint or let's fucking, I don't know. Jap- Japanese people love the word let's. So I should use that a lot. I don't know. Um, it's just funny because like they have like almost no understanding of English, like almost none, I'd say. Because it's not an, it's only started to be a subject recently for like grade five, elementary school. Um, but yeah, like okay, my, so, uh, um, my teacher is not, um, she's an English teacher, but she's not actually an English teacher. She has pretty low English and she's thankfully given me the reins kind of thing. She's like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. And I'm happy with that. I'm like happy to just be able to do what I want rather than just like be, okay, well, here's the textbook, you know, read the textbook. That's one of my teachers. The other one seems, I haven't talked to her, seems like she may be that kind of like textbook person. And I'm gonna hate that class, but it's only one class. Right. Uh, not to get too serious already, but how do they judge your performance? How do they know you're doing a good job? Basically, you will never be fired. That's how I understood. How I understood it. You can't like. It's so hard to get fired. Like, you have to do some seriously bad shit to get fired. You have to break the law pretty so much you, to get fired. So once you're in, you're just in forever, as long as you want to do it. Well, you're in for five years. That's the max of the program. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. I didn't know that it had a max. But yeah, once you're in, the five years is basically guaranteed. 
pretty much. I'd say pretty much. Now I don't know if there are like board of education differences, but the way I've understood it is pretty much. Uh, I mean, I plan to do a good job. Right? Just let. Just I just want this to be like on record. I plan to do a good job here. You know, I'm I'm memeing on the job, but I do still want to do a good job. I still have fucking, I don't know, self belief. No, that's not the right word. Something. I do actually Wait, want to do. Wait, do you have job. to worry? How much do you have to worry about your kids' grades when you're teaching back in Australia? Like, was was that like a big concern at all? Like, did you were you pressured to like make sure their grades are above a certain level? You're pressured, but indirect pressure. It's like um, you you know, they're never gonna be like to you specifically. Oh, you know your your class fucking grades suck. Uh, do a better job. They'll they'll do something like oh you know in grade nine, you know twenty percent of our kids are you know going below average. These are the kids, and then you'll see that they're from your class, and it'll kind of like you'll know it's about you. But they'll be talking about it in like a general sense. Okay, and and now in Japan, there that doesn't even exist at all. They're not even gonna fucking talk to you about it. <laughs> they just want you to be uh, around for five years. Yeah, probably not because um. Well, the thing, the thing with uh, elementary school is English isn't like a real... It's a subject now, but it's still not a subject subject. So, like, they 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 have tests, but that's like they seem pretty fucking... Like, it didn't seem like stress. All I know is on the 2nd of April, of June, some shit's happening at the school, and she's, like, really stressing this day. She's, like, really, really important day. I think, like, the fucking Board of Education are going to come and watch my class. So, that'll be fun. I have to wear a suit that day. Okay, so everything you told me about this program so far, it just it just sounds like the most bullshit, pointless, meaningless program ever. It sounds like it, it's, it it's is a giant. It is. It's a giant charity to weaves worldwide. How many? It, how many it, are it is. employed again? Wait, how, my, at, my, at one time, is it thirty thousand? You said I forgot ten thousand. I don't. I, I don't know how many there, there are. But I, I would have to like search it up. But yeah, it's a decent amount. But obviously not in my like in my area. I think there are like five people employed through the Jet program. But there's like eighteen ALTs. But they're like the either direct hires or hired through like a hiring company. Okay. So they're not but on the Jet in program. any case, like, like at, at any given time, you would say in Japan, there's probably like a few thousand. Oh, easily, easily, there'll be a few thousand. Probably like something like ten thousand, I'd say. All right. Well. I guess you're there by the good graces of the Japanese government. I mean, thank you. Uh, I just want to. I just want to say. I just want to say thank you to the Japanese <laughs> government. <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate it, my dudes. Yeah, because keep this program you know, up. Like, it's really good. Because you know, like, I had sort of like a you know inkling of idea that that this was kind of bullshit and kind of a waste and, and you know and just kind of very skeptical in terms of hold on, hold on. in terms of how much it helps the kids, but. Like the more I hear about it, it just gets like deeper and deeper. I mean, it's well, a government-run okay, program. To... What do you think? Yeah. I, I, I plan on doing a great job. I just want to make that again very clear. I plan on like these kids never going to get a better English teacher than me. I'm just going to straight up say that. Um, but that being said, I believe, I believe you. I believe that. You. That being said, the job is bullshit, and there's only so much you can do within the constructs of like a of the program. Even though I have probably more free reign than. Most ALTs will get just because my teacher is young and not very strong on English. Um, had I gotten like an older teacher, which is definitely the possibility, because Japan like shifts teachers around for some reason, that could happen next year, and then I'd hate my job and leave. But for now, I'm pretty happy. I'm gonna look forward to hearing from you again in like a week or two once you've actually started teaching the classes and have some of that experience under your belt. 
and just comparing the kids in Japan and, and in Australia. I feel like, uh, I mean, I guess already you must notice like a big contrast, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I was watching them a couple of English classes and I was watching their math class and their art class. And it's just funny. It's just like, um, it's like, oh, like this class is pretty bad, right? And I'm like, yeah, this kid got up out of his desk once and then went back immediately after you told him. Oh, fuck the terror. Fucking hell! Like uh, <laughs> that. That was like the bad class. They were. She was. She was just like that kid banged on his desk really loudly. I'm just like, okay, cool. That seems normal. That seems fine. Uh, none of the kids tried to jump out the window, so that's an improvement. Wait, wait. Were you? You, were, uh, you said you were like the cool teacher back in uh, in Australia, right? You're one of yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was one of the cool teachers. But even if you're a cool teacher, there are just some students who don't even like vibe with the cool teacher vibe. And it'll be fuckwits because that's what they were born to do. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, right. 25 Question. minutes of free. Right. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this before. I don't remember. After your five years, I, I assume you're planning on staying there for five years. Uh, for your max. I think maybe I'd go for three. Okay. Do you plan on staying in Japan or are you just there for the duration of however long you stay for the program? And then like, are you planning on staying there and getting like a job through a university or something? Or I'd say, yeah, do unless you know I, what your plan is for after that. If I don't get a job through a university, then I'd probably leave because you know, pay ain't that good. Um, hmm. But uh, uh, like at this point, I'm not like hard fast on staying or leaving because I'm just like three weeks in and everything's like wow, sugoi. Right. So, we'll see. We'll see. I how was how wondering if that like I know you you want your your farm life or whatever, but I was wondering if you if you had thought about that at all. So I, I've like considered it, but there's it's like with that, it's kind of like who you know and like getting into like actually having to network and do like like a decent job of like talking to other fucking people. That sounds cancer. So I don't know if I'm down for that. Might just go back to Australia and get a guaranteed job. And just come for a month hmm. every year. Or maybe you uh, go against everything you believe in. And then sometime in the next three years, you end up getting married. And then you, uh, your wife has a family farm that you can move to. I'm only getting married if it's the, it's, if it's the empress's daughter. I said that. Or son, if they legalize gay marriage. I'm down to tear down another empire that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> okay all right sounds good uh okay, fine. 26 minutes of preamble that's that's a pretty good mark for us let's go on to the actual topics uh actually you know what let's, let's go with, with the one that sort of ties into uh what we were talking about already so first one is comes from our always rich font of news so our news and it happens to be that Japan is now what's okay. I'm gonna admit I didn't read the article that carefully, but from what I understand, it seems that some prefectures are now relaxing the requirement on civil servants to wear neckties at work. And uh, at first, it seemed like this was due to a desire. To, on, on the on the outset, you you say they're just relaxing it because you know those are modern standards. You know, we're just giving people more freedom. They don't have to like adhere so rigidly to these rules when you know like the neckties. Yeah, you know, it seems like very outdated, like '80s culture. But it actually, turns out the reason is because uh, they want to not turn the air conditioner on that much during the summer, and they want to save money. So <laughs> you're allowed to take your necktie off because it'll make you slightly, slightly cooler. Ads, how's the uh, the black suit life? 
Um, the black suit life is great. I only okay, so I've stopped wearing my suit because you know, motherfuckers do that every day. Fuck that. Um, I'm just wearing like what I'd normally wear to teach in Australia. It seems fine. I think for an elementary school teacher, you get a bit more leeway because like you're expected to be more active and like outgoing with the kids. So I think I could probably get away with like track pants, like sweatpants and a t-shirt, probably. But I'm not going to do that because that just feels awkward. So I'm just probably just going to go to like in the next, so okay, in the next month or so, I'll probably like shift to like polo, like, you know, polo shirts or whatever. I have a few. When did you have to wear it though? Like, why do people tell you you have to have a black suit? What are the uh, the like three occasions every year that you need it for? You need it for opening ceremony, closing ceremony, photos. And it has to be black because that's the way Japanese do it. Is yeah, it has, it? To, it has to be they blacks. Don't... Some schools even go one step further and they do a white tie. Which so I'd, it's like a I'd... uniform for everyone. No, no, no. It's, it's like... Yeah, every, all the guys have to wear white ties specifically. Like, you get yelled at if you wear any other color tie. Like, it has to be a white tie. Okay. And I, I, I'd, like, never seen white tie shit unless it was, like, some fucking formal banquet shit. But apparently, it's, like, even, like, it's the most, it's the most, um, what do you call, formal of formal wear to wear a white tie. What about uh, the color of the shirt? Do they have any regulations there? Does it have to be a white shirt, blue shirt? Is blue, is blue too, uh, too much personality? Salmon I think shirt. it's almost always white. You'd never get away with a salmon shirt. Maybe a blue shirt you'd get away with. But yeah. Wait, it's a white shirt and a white tie? Yeah. White on white. That's that's the salary, not salary, man, the uh, educator's uniform. Yeah. Uh, again, no one wears this on a day-to-day basis. It's just on those special occasions. And I think those ones are like, that white tie shit is like for like prestigious high schools. You know, ones that are like actually going to, do something with the kids' lives. Alright. What do the what do the women have to wear? Do they also have to wear like all black? Uh, they wear, they have to wear a suit. Uh, like my um my supervisor at school, she was uh, my JT, my Japanese teacher of English. She's like, Yeah, wear a suit today that day. I'm gonna wear a suit as well. I'm like, Okay, I'll wear a suit. Alright, so it's like just very similar across the board. Yeah. Alright. In any case. Uh so so anyway, let's get back to the topic. Like, so I haven't worn a tie in maybe uh, I don't know like a gazillion years, but does it actually matter that much in terms of like uh, managing heat? Like, like, isn't this just an excuse to say, "Hey, we'll let you take the tie off, but we'll also raise the raise the AC temperature by like three degrees"? So it, it seems like a sort of one of those things where it's a bait and switch. It's like a, we'll give you. It's like how, how much could it really make you cooler? To be honest. So when I when I rocked up. The first thing, like it was what, like uh, when did I arrive? April eighteenth or nineteenth? I think nineteenth. I got here, left April eighteenth, something like that, and then I probably got to my prefecture on April twenty fourth. I want to say twenty fourth. Um, and my supervisor at the board of education was like, "Oh, by the way, it was a really hot day that day. It was like thirty two degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in fucking freedom. You know, someone do the translation, um, uh, conversion. Uh, and then he's like, "Oh, by the way." Uh, I, I was wearing my suit that day, but I wasn't wearing my suit jacket because it was fucking so hot that I would have died, literally. Um, I was just wearing the suit and the tie. And he's like, oh, by the way, you know, on the on the 1st, on May 1st, is the start of Cool Biz. And he said it, like, so, like, extravagantly. Like, he just revealed, I don't know, the fucking secrets to the, to the universe, you know. And it was just, I was like, oh, what's Cool Biz? And he's like, oh, we don't get, to, we, we don't have to wear neckties and... 
we can wear short sleeves. And I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> wait, wait, how long does that last? I think until the end of October. So from May May to October. Or maybe to the start of October, I don't so, know. So he talked about that, like, that was from some kind of, like, incredible, like, uh, grace given to him by the government. Yeah, like, he, 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 I assume it was for him because he's probably been working in the government for so long and that seems like a new initiative. I think this article mentions it, actually, and says it's a new initiative. I read actually, actually I ask you, like, what, actually, I ask you, like, what's the AC temperature, like, they're, like, because I know that, at least in the, in the States, like, all the public organizations, they don't, they don't give a shit about waste. It's on, like, full blast all the time. I, I, well, I haven't had a single AC on yet to know for sure. I, all I can, and I've been to Japan in the summer, but I don't remember specifically what they would set it on. I remember one of the um, the hotels I was at had it like it couldn't go below twenty three degrees Celsius. But I was at a cheap hotel, so maybe other hotels are different. Um, I yeah, I mean, if if like I don't know what the situation is in rural Japan is, but if it's anything like Korea, like I I don't think like even if it's like fucking hot, they're not going to be turning the AC down below like. I don't know, honestly, 23? 23 is fine for me. That's what I put mine on at home. I put 23, maybe 21 if it's a fucking hot-ass day. But the thing is, in Japan, because of COVID, um, you have to open windows. Like, windows must be open to cause ventilation and shit. Um, I don't know if that's going to continue during summer, but if it does, then AC ain't going to matter when it's 45 degrees, 100% humidity. I mean, Keith, like... uh... Not not that I'm in American school, but uh, I imagine that if it's anything like everywhere else I've been in this country, if it's like seventy eight degrees, they're fucking like turning AC on full blast. If it's like high seventies, right? Uh if they have AC, yeah. And like the school doesn't fucking care about the cost. It's like we were just doing it. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Probably not. I've never ran a school, so I don't know if they care. I'm just asking, like, was there ever a time when you went, when you were going to school when you thought it's way too fucking hot? Please turn the AC on harder. No. Yeah, I'm pretty. I, I well, feel... I'm pretty sure my main. I don't know. I don't remember actually. I'm I'm trying to think of like like every school, and I don't know. I don't know if the rooms had like individual settings in any of the buildings. The, the only time where you, like, I feel like every room it was always comfortable, if not, like, too cold. Like, they, they'll always keep it cold no matter what, um, just to keep people, like, you can regulate your own temperatures, I guess. But then you have those, like, like bungalow classes that have, like, nothing, and they're trash, and they're always in the middle of nowhere. You have to walk across a hot field to get to it, and then you're sitting in this miserable class that you have to have the windows open as your only source of temperature regulation. Hmm. Okay, uh, hey Felix, how about you? You you went to like uh, New, York, New York public schools. Like, how often was it actually like, like sweltering hot in class? I just my experience with any public institution in the states is that AC is always on as high as possible as soon as it gets a little bit hot. You have AC? What? Well, uh, that's a new revelation. <laughs> our, our schools did not have AC. Nice. Wait, where do you go to school? You go to school in the uh, down down in uh, Sunset Park. Were you still around there, Stan? Uh, I went. I went to elementary and uh, middle school in uh, uh, Diker Heights, but uh, I went to Bronx Science. So. Oh, Bro- Bronx Science doesn't have AC. 
at that time they installed they they had ACs, but um they ordered European ACs, so they had two forty volt outlets, and then we did, they didn't have converters to one twenty or one ten. <laughs> so ACs were installed, but uh there was no converter, so uh so it was basically a brick, a very yeah, expensive wait, wood, a window brick. When that literally happened to the entire school, they they yes. just ordered like uh, it. it, it it's not like the new. school; it's probably the DOE that that that, that are being dumbasses. You know, Department of Education, because they probably ordered the AC. So that was for the entire for the entire county, basically. It wasn't just for, you. It was probably the entire system. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. So, so they spent. Probably did. So they so they probably spent like ten million dollars on UACs for the entire uh, school county. The, all, all yeah, yep, yep. They probably had to either either purchase some converters, or or you know replace the entire AC system again. So, so yeah, school was very hot. Yeah, my school in Australia oh. had had AC, but the thing is, on a really hot day, everybody in the school would want to turn the AC on, and that would trip the uh, trip the system, and you couldn't do that. So like. At any one point, like, a, but there was this one system where they eventually, like, you know, every day, the, it was like a fucking heat wave, 40 degrees Celsius every single day. And they were like, oh, we're going to send, like, your yearly, like, supervisor, your yearly um, coordinator around to each class in, like, say, grade, I think it was, we were in grade nine at the time. And he's going to come around and he's going to tell you if your class can turn on the AC for now. And he would go to like, okay, so this class gets 30 minutes of AC. Then he'll be like, okay, you guys turn your one off. Next class gets 30 minutes of AC. Then like that. And it would just like bounce around like that. And that system worked because it no longer tripped. But it, between the, so you got like, I think 30 minutes of AC every two hours because there were four classes. And it was literally a, a, it was literally a human's job to go around telling people to turn it on, turn yes. it off, turn it on, turn it That's, off. That was literally his job at the time. Is that fucking is that fucking normal? Was that normal at the time? It wasn't normal. Um, but like I think it was just like the whole um grid was struggling because people like it was just a heat wave and everybody had their AC on. Now, there are people in Australia who don't have AC. There are friends I've spoken to who said I've never had AC in my life, like at any house. I'm just like, how the fuck are you alive? I don't understand that. Wait, but apparently the power was cheap there. Don't you like guys like buying a shit ton of like I thought you, I thought you like mine a shit ton of like brown coal that's like yeah, terribly we, polluting, but yet we have a lot of it though. We send it overseas, you know. Maybe now it's cheaper. Yeah. I don't know. Why don't you just use it and like make sure school children can like you know learn learn in a good environment? Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Yeah, I got, no, no, no. You, you you gotta sacrifice the ozone for the kids. You don't have any ozone anyway. Hey, our ozone is coming back. Uh, what are you going to do with it? There's no ozone to preserve. It's all it's all gone. So just like, you know, just, yeah, just no, toss no, the ozone's repairing itself. The ozone's it repairing itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ozone's a, repairing uh, itself. We ended CFCs back in the late uh, 18, uh, 1980s. So it's just repairing Oh, that's a reversible process? Wow. Yeah, yes. apparently. We, we didn't know that when we stopped it, but apparently it is. Yeah. I just thought you guys were screwed. So no. is there like medical research saying that like skin cancer rates have gone down over the last like twenty years? Probably not. I don't know actually. I haven't looked into it's it. It's probably but, not because uh, a you probably have better protection. You know. Mm. Yeah, more people wear like there's what USP. More people wearing sunscreens and also people detect stronger skin cancer earlier. 
with oh yeah yeah that that helps a you lot have, um you, you guys have nuclear no we don't have nuclear yeah you don't have we've, nuclear we, uh, we've tried okay. to get nuclear off the ground a couple of times and then somebody's just like yeah. oh but what about chernobyl and then all the fucking 90 year olds are just like <gasps> chernobyl yeah, i read an article about that this... yeah nuclear is a big boo-boo no no uh most of the world it's a, a boo-boo in japan yes. that's where it's actually fucked <laughs> yeah Speaking of Az's experience in school about uh, rationing AC time, I have I have a sneaky suspicion also that um, a lot of uh, New York City schools are, are built very old and you probably can't handle the electricity load, even if they installed ACs in every classroom. Oh, sure. That happens. Same with water. Water <laughs> systems where like the water is basically poison at a lot of schools and you have to only drink from certain bubblers that have been filtered properly. Wait, that's a, wait, that's a thing? Yeah, that's, that's a thing. definitely a thing. That's definitely a thing in America. If they don't okay. tell you about it, they're fucking lying. But that's 100% a thing with schools because schools are built like so old. That most of the original buildings of schools are so old and very rarely get yeah. upgrades. If like actual upgrades, internal upgrades, or maybe they get a facelift and a fucking paint job. Um, yeah, but, that, yeah. That, that's the biggest, that's the biggest uh, thing in the jig they'll, they'll get is like a facelift. The, 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 uh, yeah, facelift. But like the internal oh, bones of a schools are, public schools are usually extremely old. Like there are public schools that have existed on the same land for like a hundred years in Australia. Yep. Wait, so there's a water fountain in the school that says for drinking, and then there's a water. There's like a water outlet that says only for cleaning and not, not definitely not for drinking. It just says that on the on the faucet. Oh, normally they just never use. They turn those off, but they st- they're still there. But you just can't use them. Like the, the the water doesn't work. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like there's like water fountains in school that the kids could drink from. Oh yeah, yeah, there are, but they're like filtered ones that like go through a different system, I assume. All right, all right. In, in any case, oh yeah. So where was I going? Okay, yeah, I, I was gonna go because I, I wanted to tell like my uh, I had to walk up to the school both day story and just said you know I had there, there was no AC during my uh, time in school, so there we go. Although that just says I'm old, really. It doesn't doesn't really well, speak. I mean, how old? How what, what's the age gap between us, Wax? We probably both have the same experience. And okay, where did you go to do high school? Uh, I, I I grew up in the poorest country at the time. At the time, actually, it's, it's still probably the poorest country at right now. Actually, you know, I haven't compared Australia and South Korea in a long time. I, I don't know who's rich. Who's richer now? Well, I mean, watch well, part of the table, so you know you're probably richer than than, than poor former ads here. I'm fucking poor wow. as fuck, please. Well, actually, actually, Australia's per capita GDP is like fifty fifty thousand dollars a year. Wow, that's way fucking higher than I thought it was. God damn. When do you guys get so rich? What are you? What are you guys doing to get so rich? We have a lot that, of natural uh, resources. It's all the coal you see, you sell to China. Yeah, it's it's all the um rising fucking housing costs that just give people net value. People who own yeah, houses, South anyways. Korea, South Korea, it's a thirty thousand dollars. Suck my dick, South Korea. Suck my dick. Yo, sixty six percent higher. Goddamn. Respect. <laughs> Anyway, we're just talking about heat. Okay, by the way, in in this article, it says something about how the difference now is, um, it's it's no longer so. A lot of a lot of districts do have that, but um, but now it's like no longer just a cool biz thing. Now it's like a year long program from Ehime. So, why why are neckties still considered? 
Oh, good. Anyway, so what's the original story for neckties? Look, I had no fucking idea. Like, hey, Felix, you're the closest thing to a salary man here. Like, you don't even wear a tie anymore, do you? I haven't worn a tie in so long. Um, yeah, I never. I've never worn a tie since I worked. Like maybe like the second day of office since I worked in tech. Nobody yeah. gives a crap about ties. Yeah, like exactly. I told. Like- um, basically, basically in the 17th century, neckties symbolized honor, order, and nobility. And then, uh, well, France took it to a whole nother level and, uh, made it sort of a status, uh, status symbol. So once again, it is the French's fault. <laughs> yep. That's basically history of neckties. Yep. That, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I don't know. I feel like for me anyways, I'm, I'm fine with wearing like slacks. Slacks aren't the most uncomfortable thing. Suit, uh, suit, you know, shirts are kind of uncomfortable, but livable. But ties are just like, yeah, like having to like do that last button is wait. like my neck. I've got a big ass neck. I'm just going to say wait. that. Wait, what, what What does slacks mean to you? I, I don't think you're using it the same way we're using it. Like, uh, like, a, like it's a difference between um, just normal trousers, chinos and dress pants. Yeah, that's what I, how I separate them. Do Americans use slacks for something else? Not really. We just don't use a word. Okay, yeah. We do. It's, it's not that common, though, but we do. Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's like eccentric. If you, if you say slacks, you're like someone from the fucking like, 60s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we just I say that when we're, when we're, um, when you're like trying to differentiate between just like jeans and actual dress pants or like chinos and actual dress pants. I've been wearing dress like like I said in my elementary school. Half the teachers are wearing, um, you know, actual t-shirts and shit. But I haven't done that yet because, like, you know, like you're the you're the new dude, so you gotta like at least you know show the respect for a month before you shift your, you know, your wear. But dude, the other ALT that was I was supervising, I wasn't supervising, I was watching, I was observing, was like wearing shorts and a fucking t-shirt. Motherfucker was just out here living. I was like, I wish I could be you. I'm dying here. Also, you, you can't like intimidate people by you know by wearing short sleeve shirts yet. You're gonna like you're gonna scare people with your giant arms. Yeah, that's true. That's just, dude. I need my fucking bank card from this fucking stupid bank so I can sign up for the gym and fucking go to the gym again because I'm about to lose my mind. Yo, do you have any ink, by the way? I think I asked you before, but no, I don't have any tattoos. Is that a requirement? Like, if you have ink, it, it can't be an invisible place, right? Do they ask you? Oh, like no, implicitly, you can't. They ask you if you have tattoos, and you just have to state them, and you have to say where they are on like the application form. Um, but wait, that's a real it, thing. They fucking yeah, ask that's you. probably a real thing in Japan. Japan's very uh, like, uh, yeah. I mean, you can't have a fucking neck tattoo, I, I assume. But yeah, like, you uh, can't have any visible tattoos. You have to cover it up. I think you're fine. That's yeah, the dude, the dude I was with, who was from Australia as well, had tattoos like pretty much everywhere. Like on his arms, and he was just—he just said like they expect you to wear like I have to wear a long sleeve shirt even in the summer, or like you wear yep. them like those skins, those um, like skin tight uh, what do you call it like, uh, I forget what they are, but sleeves yeah, kind of kind of like um, we call them skins in Australia. It's a brand in Australia. I don't know if it exists anywhere else. Okay, but uh, it's a brand that just like sells compression gear that's like somewhat cooling because it's like skin tight and made of. Nylon? I don't know what's that made of exactly, but something like that. Some sort of mm-hmm. artificial 
very cooling, very quick drying material. So he'll probably have to wear that for the summer. But I do not. But there are uns, there are other restrictions like onsens won't let you in. Some gyms won't let you in. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. There are some onsens that will let you oh. in, and some will let you in regardless, and you can not cover them up. And some will tell you to cover like with a with one of those sleeves again. All right. Uh, let's let Felix pick the next topic since uh, he's the guest. Oh, I don't, let's care. I, don't, I don't. I don't care about what topic you pick. Um, I could discuss well, anything and every, everything. It doesn't really. Well, matter. we want. Well, we want it to be something that you know you have to, you have a take about something you have something to say about. Uh, what do I have to say? Something to stay about? Uh, I guess. Uh, all right, fine. We'll go talk about New York City school lunches. <laughs> Okay, so there's a bunch Again, of the topics we have right now. We're getting content from yeah. these fucking New York City state lunches. Thank fuck. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's like three topics that we just have to follow up on, like in, in a rapid fire fashion, because because we, we talk too much about them and just new updates. So, uh, yeah, the school lunch thing is that uh, we talked about uh, Mayor Eric Adams pushed to have vegan lunches at schools multiple times, and we talked about mainly because a bunch of pictures of the food went viral. You know, the kids who got the food took pictures and put them on the internet. Or the parents put them on the internet, I should say. And people were like, oh my god, how is this so bad? And our reaction on the pod was, well, you know, it's that's not a surprise. All school food is pretty fucking bad. And lo and behold, uh, more NYC school lunches went, went viral again. And this is just the normal lunches. So this is us doing that uh, shtick. Uh, yeah, it's a podcast, and we're going to talk about things that can only be understood through photos. But yeah, basically, what we said has been, uh, I don't know, proved. I, we didn't really prove anything. Everyone everyone who's been to a public school already knows that the lunches are shit there, and that the vegan lunch controversy controversy was just, uh, it, was, it was kind of bullshit. It's like, all lunches are going to be crap. I mean, I personally never ate uh, New York City school lunch, even though I attended New York City public schools. Because uh, I knew their lunches were bad. I was I was just a kid who didn't eat until dinner because the school Wait, lunches so you, were so bad. So you just, you just had breakfast, you went to school all no day. No breakfast, no breakfast. So you're just hungry all day and then you, you had, what, what, what you do intermittent fasting like at an early age? You, you just discovered that when you, when you were age 15? N- not age 15, more like age 5. Okay, that's really that's really bad. Well, actually, you know what? I I don't know if that's really bad for you. I don't, I, I don't. No, 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 no. Like, I think the science says. Okay, yeah. Okay, never mind. I shouldn't say that. All right. So As I was a not- a very yeah. So I was a very picky eater back then, and I'm probably still am for some foods. But yeah, I just didn't eat anything at at school until like maybe like seven p.m. or eight p.m. every day. Okay. As a, as a not scientist, it's my complete conjecture. But I think it's not bad for kids' uh, growth as long as they get their daily caloric allotment. It doesn't matter if they get it in eight-hour intervals or five-hour intervals. I think it's okay. or it's, it's completely my conjecture that it's okay as long as you get it every 24, 48 hours. I might be completely wrong, but whatever. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's clear, clearly, uh, I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you feel okay, Felix? Do you feel okay? Oh, I'm totally fine. Um... But yeah, the school lunches are absolutely horrible. Um, I I would not eat. I would not eat school lunches whatsoever. If if you if you ever had the chance, I would not eat it. Um, okay, so why why do you have breakfast though? Because it's because your parents are busy. Yeah, you know, breakfast is a luxury. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. You know, 
Breakfast is a luxury, and I don't have that luxury of you know having parents that uh that that have time to cook in the morning. Why do you eat like bread or like I don't know? That just that just seems like an afford breakfast. Okay, that, that's, that's, <laughs> all right. That's a thing too. That is a thing too. Wait, back back in the day, the NYC school system like didn't they give like free lunch like free lunches to kids who they were qualified for lunches, Yes, yes, I I had free lunches. I just didn't eat them because they were so bad. <laughs> wait, 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 like they're looking bad now. Were they objectively that bad, or was or was it objectively just like, bad? Were you just being like, like like a picky kid? I told you I was a picky kid, but it was objectively bad as well. Okay, do you do you think that if you had eaten those lunches when you were a kid, that your IQ now would be like twenty like twenty points higher? Like, do you think you you just like gave up? I don't I don't know, but 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 maybe I'd, I'd be six feet, and you know I wouldn't be uh, having this uh, curves here. Okay, that's what <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Do you, you do you think you gave up on like you know like a few inches of heights or like a couple of IQ points by skipping those breakfasts? I'm sorry, those school lunches. I don't know, but 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 you're making me feel bad because I'm about six feet. <laughs> I'm telling you, like the, the like the state was, the government was like doing everything it could, not everything it could, but you know it, it was trying to help you out there, and you, you just rejected its help. You know, maybe this is an argument. Maybe this is an argument against this is an argument against big government. You know, the government can try to help the people however they want, but you know, there's some people just don't want to be helped. Yeah. But, yep, yep, yep. Um, judging by the photos of lunch, uh, yeah, they're pretty bad. So uh, you just check them out. Yeah, yeah. So we don't want to like harp too much on it because like people can't see the photos. But uh, yeah, this is this is a generic concept thing. But but recently, however, during this COVID pandemic, um, schools were giving out uh, you know food, and so my mother, who was living me, with me at the time, picked up some of that food and, and came back home with it. And I'm like, ah. No, no, please, no, no, don't, don't, don't make this food. And she made the food and ate it, and it was completely horrible. And I'm like, ah, that brought back uh, childhood uh, trauma. Okay, did, okay. So I'm assuming your mom is doing that now, be, not because she needs it, but because she's cheap. She just heard there's a free food program. Why yes, would yes, yes, there's a free food, food line. Yes. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, yeah. No. 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 I understand exactly what you mean because, like, I saw the ads for it too, and. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it it was uh sandwiches and a lot of like uh sunflower butter. Did did you ha- did she bring it that? It wasn't sunflower butter. It was pizza. Was it pizza? Oh, there was that, pizza. That, there was all sorts of whatever whatever was provided normally in school lunches, but what was was given away as well during COVID. They did have free. They did have fresh fruit though. It wasn't. It wasn't all like terrible food. They, they gave away like an apple or a banana a day. They did give some apples, sure. I mean. Yeah, they gave some fruit, but uh, the the lunches and the 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 the, the staple food, I guess it's uh not no 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 good. Look, I didn't think it was terrible. I thought like you know you get like a turkey sandwich with like a sliver of like meat and like a and like a you know a sliver of cheese. That's like that's fine, man. Like that that'll do the job. It, it's not gonna like make you like you, you feel great. Oh, oh, also, I had disdain for cold cuts. I still do. That's why I don't go to Subway. Like you, you, have, you have like a trauma with cold cuts. What happened to you? When you I just it? hate cold cuts. Okay, I I, I mean I, I buy if I buy cold cuts, I have to have like a a, a, a pan and heat it up and actually cook it. And okay, so this is just a you thing. This is not like a childhood trauma thing. This is not like this doesn't. Have this a is a childhood trauma and a me thing. What's the, what's the trauma? You got you got to tell us. 
Um, every, every guest who comes on the pod has to tell us about their childhood trauma. Um, sure. It was a field trip. Um, they provide us lunches. I normally say no, but uh, me as a little kid, um, I thought, oh, it's meat. It must be good, right? I ate it. I ate a few bites. I promptly threw up. <laughs> so, so, so it didn't on my stomach. Do you think it was? So it was probably spoiled, right? Or maybe it was probably know. spoiled or something, and uh, or my stomach didn't react well to it. So I figure, you know, I, I that's why I don't like cold cuts. Wow! So you never you never been able to have like uh, boar's head sliced turkey or like bologna ever since. Uh I have, but the thing is that normally if I have that, I, I'm usually near snow, so I actually cook the meat. So okay. it's not cold cut. It's just okay. Cold cut. <laughs> Damn, I'm I'm glad we went through that uh, brief therapy session. I'm I, I'm glad to have learned that. Well, you know what? It's uh, it's, it's uh, not your fault, and uh, I'm actually surprised at how many people have those kind of stories in terms of like I had one bad experience when I was a kid, and it made me not able to eat anything for life. So it's like a common thing. Like do I like? Like Keith adds, like, I had either of you have one of those? I had it with, before I turned like, really? vegetarian, I had it with, um... It sounds so... What was it? With sausage. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh. Like, like I had a sausage I, or, like, a hot dog? What I, I, uh, well, probably hot dog, the way you guys have it. But anyways, what happened? I, both, like, that shape was just, like, burned in my brain. Um, <laughs> same, similar thing, right? It was, um, it wasn't a school excursion. It was a, uh, what do you call it? a school sports carnival and normally mm-hmm. at these school sports carnivals they do something uh, along the lines of like a sausage sizzle or you know some, something like that um where they sell food at a reasonable price and like it's supposed to like go to the school i don't know if it actually goes to, to like making the school a better place for the students i don't know if it does or like funds these events anyways i, I get that you know i splurge a bit i get two two sausages in in the one bun and then i just start spewing like like maybe like 10 minutes later i'm just fucking spewing my guts out and like but it was like it was one of those spews where like sometimes you just spew and it's like a one and done but it was like one of those ones where like you're like dry heaving after a bit because your body's just yeah, like yeah 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 you're right you're like dry heaving as well. and that that taste then like just sticks to your throat and like it stays there and like you mm-hmm. can't drink any water nothing gets rid of the the taste until like a week later i i can still imagine the taste i still remember the taste of it of the sausage. And I was just like, yeah, I'm never going to fucking have sausage ever again. I never had it. That was like, Wait, so like was it a case? Yeah, was this a case where you, you used to like sausage? So before yeah, that, I, you thought it was great. I thought it was great before that. Okay. So, and, and this experience was so bad that you could never have it again. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. That's, all right. That's cool. Keith, you have any experience? Uh, I don't have any experience that, traumatic i guess um same with me there's there's things that i've that i've eaten that i just didn't like that i i will never eat again but uh as far as like one specific experience turning me off of something uh the closest thing i have is like one time i got really sick from eating subway uh and i didn't eat it for like several years after that but Uh, like i've started eating it again since then i've got a story about subway uh so yeah, there was a sub- subway that that opened near 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 where I live, and uh, it only lasted six months because uh, uh, they had a I believe an E. coli outbreak from that subway, <laughs> and so they shut it down, and it, it never it never reopened after that. 
I mean, you never went because, you, cause again, you said you hate Subway. Yeah, yeah, I never went, but, but you know, it just reinforces my hate of cold cuts, my distaste of cold cuts. <laughs> well, you know what? I just want to remind everyone at the time that uh, I had the chocolate milk that was clearly spoiled. It was delicious. It got food poisoning. Kind of regret it, but kind of don't. Chocolate milk's still really good. Just, just don't, just don't drink milk that's clearly spoiled. It's, it'll, it'll, it'll treat you poorly. Yep. All right. I don't uh, think so we got on this that. one because you're a fucking idiot. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm uh, choosing the next topic. I'm choosing the next one. Because uh, I, I, I got some, I got some hot takes, motherfuckers. Some hot takes. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Wax always has the hot takes on these, but I have even hotter takes. So the FDA proposes a ban on menthol cigarettes. The FDA being, uh, is that the federal like um? So this is the whole of America, right? For the Food and Drug Administration. So yes, it's like the uh, government. No, I, I I wanted to make ads guess until you got it right. Okay, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> it's the uh, yeah. I, I assumed it was, but anyways. Um, so yeah, like they they want to ban menthol cigarettes in particular, and I assume other cigarettes. Uh, well, I guess flavored any flavored cigarette and cigar will be banned. It has not been banned yet, but they're saying it is. You know, it's, it's causes more addiction because it tastes good as opposed to tasting like shit. Yeah, they've already banned flavored uh, flavored uh, vapes in the states, and a lot of I don't know if it's FDA, but like a lot of like state governments have got, have made the move to uh, restrict flavored vapes already. All right, keep on. Ads. Hmm. Wait one sec. As, I think you're muted. I don't know oh, if you're sorry. talking right now. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry, what was the question again? Uh, no, just just keep talking. To, just keep making whatever point you're making. Okay, right, so so my point was, um, they're right. It does cause better, more addiction. Now, actually, I have two points to make. First off, in Japan, cigarette smoking is is a less accepted than it was when I first came over in, in tw- definitely in 2017 and still in 2019. I feel like after maybe it was like a cleanup, image cleanup for the uh, Tokyo Olympics uh, push. It was probably the case with a lot of things in Japan. Uh, and they were basically like, because be- before, like almost every bar would let you smoke in there. Some restaurants would let you smoke. Like that was just like a guarantee, pretty much guarantee. And now most bars don't let you smoke in there. You can't smoke on the streets in most of Tokyo now. You have to go to like a, a designated smoking zone. Um which never existed before. So I think that is part of the push. Um, but regardless of that, Japan is still very like pro-smoking compared to, I'd say most Western countries. I don't know how it is in America, but definitely more than Australia. Australia is like pretty strict on it and also has a massive taxation on it, which makes it, makes you fucking stupid to be smoking in Australia unless you're rich, uh, which is usually not the case. Um, but like a, a pack of cigarettes here is like 550 yen, which is like, Five USD. That's uh, ridiculously yeah. cheap, and it's also like that flavored. So there's no like restriction on flavors. You can get menthols. You can get. I think the one I've been smoking is. Uh, you shouldn't smoke, by the way. Uh, April uh, April is grape and apple. I think that's the flavors. That is my one. Um, but yeah, it's cheap as fuck, and like I don't know. I've been smoking a cigarette. Yo, a, say cigarette. One six, single cigarette. Ciggy. 
Dude, is, is that like a thing that the fucking like flavor industry sells everyone? Because like apple grapes are like a default flavor of hookah everywhere. Yeah, yeah I guess it's, it's, it's a good flavor. It's, it's very cheap to make and also it's uh, you know, it's one of those things. It feels to everyone. Is it one of those things where like the guys at the flavoring factories, they came up with the flavor and they didn't fucking know what to call it. And they're like, you know what? It's, it's just fucking called apple grape because we just don't know. Because apple grape tastes nothing like apple grape. Come on. You, you, you know that, right? Yes. Yeah, so like it tastes it's, more mint, it's, it's, minty than anything. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it, it feels like the guys at like the flavor factory. I don't know what it is. Is, is it one company that makes all these flavors, or is it like a bunch of them independently come up with the same thing? It does. It does feel like they just came up with a flavor they couldn't really describe, and they just they through committee they were like, you know, like what are two things people like? People like apples. People like grapes. Fuck it, let's send it out there. It, it's like thirty percent similar to that flavor. That, that's what it, that's what it tastes like. I haven't had apple cake cookin forever, but that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, fair oh, sorry, enough. I, um, I, I, yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't know what your point about cigarettes was. I, I sorry, I heard apple grape. I had to interrupt you. My bad. No, 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 I understand that. Um, I, my friend is a big fan of double apple hookah, and I hate it because it tastes like licorice. Um, so yeah, not a fan. Um, but in general, I think it's just uh, it's so. I I think the the restriction on smoking is mon- for me it was monetary rather than like any uh, i guess i care a little bit about health but if i cared about health i would be doing a lot of things that i'm doing um but yeah like um i don't know how important banning menthol cigarettes how, how expensive are cigarettes in america like how much is a pack? Uh, it depends on the state depends on the state in new york it's insanely expensive it's like uh somewhere between like 16 to 20 dollars here if you're in virginia where they grow tobacco tobacco it's like five dollars no it's with inflation it's more like eight ish okay yeah so yeah but in any case it yeah so virginia where they actually literally grow the tobacco and you know the lobby strong eight dollars states like california new york where there's a lot of taxes like it's like twenty dollars yep and a lot right. of people smuggle smuggle cigarettes from low low income tax states to uh high income tax states you know there's a yep. drug run tobacco road mm-hmm <laughs> Yep. I believe that. But, uh, when Australia, like yeah, well, in Australia, we don't have that. Don't, don't, uh, I feel like but most of them don't even buy at face value for those prices anyway. They probably have some uh, connections to uh, buy cigarettes at the cheap. You reckon? Uh, I definitely do. I definitely know. I guess that exists because, in America, uh, but in Australia, it wouldn't exist. Yeah. Like a lot yeah, of people, a lot of immigrant families, they, especially like Chinese families where I, where I am, um, they you know they import cigarettes from China through uh, you know shady to, to avoid customs. Yeah, yeah, okay, that happens cigarettes. as well. But most people don't buy cigarettes like that. They usually um buy tobacco, like, like uh, allegedly. Oh, they buy tobacco products like like chewing tobacco or a chewing tobacco, but also like tobacco that you can then use to roll. Like roll your own cigarettes thing. A lot of, that's very popular. Oh, loose cigarettes. Okay, okay. Yeah, loose cigarettes. Loose. Yeah, and then you just roll your own cigarettes. But yeah, that's very popular. I know that's very popular. But in general, like Australia doesn't anyway. have that whole state difference, so it's like it costs pretty much the same every year. Yeah. All right. You said right, you said you had a hot take. What's your take on this menthol ban? You said you had a take my on it. hot take is menthols aren't the problem for most people, and they will smoke regard. No, my hot take is cigarettes should be just unbend and just let people smoke whatever the fuck they want because people dying is good. 
Uh, people dying is good, but taking care of people dying is expensive. That's the exactly. Problem. Uh, that is a good point. Um, in which case, you should let them smoke more so that they die faster. Uh, I don't think that's how it works in the case. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking. Did you this. just? Did you just? Re- did you did you just like have a take and this gonna get it shut down like two seconds after and now you gotta like backtrack and revise? Is it, no, is that what happened? No, I, I doubled down on my take. If anything, I said let people smoke even more because now that I I'm a I smoker, have, I, I have the same take as ads, except I realized that, that that's never gonna fly. So uh, look, look as 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 a current cigarette smoker, I feel like I must fight for cigarette smoker rights. Um, so I shall be fighting for their rights in Japan. I mean, Maybe I mean, I mean, my personal belief is, is like, you can take whatever drugs you want, but we shouldn't treat people who are addicts. <laughs> you know, you, if you smoke, we're not treating you for lung problems. Or if you, if you know, don't blame your health problems on someone else. <laughs> I, I mean, Ads is on, is on record saying that he doesn't plan to live very long. So like, he would probably opt out of it. Like, if, if we told him, hey, if you smoke cigarettes, you're, you're not getting health care. Ads would probably be like, sure, that's cool, right? Yeah, yeah I'm down with that. Short until, he, until he actually needs to be like, oh shit, why did I say yes? No, but why then I'll just take um, assisted suicide. Assisted dying is fine for me. I'm down yeah, with yeah, assisted yeah, dying yeah. part. Are they still right, going to give me assisted, assisted dying for free? Or do I have to pay for that? No, you have to pay for assisted dying. Please, come on. In America, maybe. In in freedom. Freedom over here. <laughs> In Australia, we, we get we actually don't get assisted dying. I think only one state is legalized assisted dying. But we would get that. No, one state is only assisted legal uh, assisted dying here anyway. But uh, you, you, have would, one, you still would have to pay, you know. That's the thing. You should have one state there that allow, you actually even have one state there. It's like zero states here. I thought. No, it's, I believe New Jersey was trying to get legal uh, assisted. No, nothing's legal yet. I feel like Australia's way ahead of the curve there. I think there's one state. That's, Why would you uh, assisted dying? Uh, just, 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 just. There are many ways that you don't need to assist dying. Let's be real here. If you wanted okay. to die, you could die for very cheap. You can die for very cheap, but I think the there there is a benefit of having a structured system around it for other people, not for yourself. Yeah, people who aren't as brave as ads. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, not that. As it, as in, like for people around you specifically. All right. Right. I, I, I feel like I feel like this has gotten like like a little bit too dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I do want to point uh, point out one thing I thought was interesting about that about this uh, proposed FDA ban on menthol cigarettes. It's proposed because uh, menthol cigarettes are also disproportionately smoked by uh, ethnic minorities in America. And I think it says like uh, let, me, let me find a quote. Oh. It'll save lives, especially in black and brown communities in the United States, and it will reduce youth smoking. So I guess that's what they're targeting. They're targeting three groups, targeting uh, African-Americans. It says brown here. I don't know what, what they mean, but I'm, I'm assuming they mean Latino and, uh, and, and youth smoking. So like, why do you think that it is that like these groups like uh, flavored cigarettes more? Because I sort of understand with the kids. Because the kids was the reason why they basically bet they've – made it very hard to get flavored vapes. But I don't know like what w- why it's the case that uh, non-white communities like uh, flavored tobacco more. Do you guys have any anecdotal thoughts on this? It's probably the culture. What's the culture, though? Uh... Is this like one of those things where it's just like 
this is tied into like the joke that like white people don't season their food and like black people like seasoning. Like probably almost... that. Do you think does it really tie into that? It, it honestly, it could. I think. Um, I think for Arab communities, it's like hookah's always been a flavored thing. Um, you've always added no, no. flavor to hookah. Has it? Well, let's. Okay. Well, I guess this is maybe it's worth that worth exploring. But it's like uh, whenever it's I go to a hookah bar, the guy. So okay, I go to the, so the one I went to was Egypt, Egyptian mostly. So that's New York. So I, I can't speak for all yeah. like, Mediterranean base, but uh, and Egypt, Egypt is not Arab, I guess. Whatever. Uh, but like all the guys there, all the guys there, the guys were hardcore. They would smoke like the real hookah, which is basically just like t- tobacco covered in like tar, and you put the coals directly on top of it. Like there's no, you know, you don't have like the layer. You just you just put the put a fruit coals layer? directly on. No, they just fucking put the fucking. There's no, no, like an old school style of hookah that's like the traditional kind. I don't want to say like. I guess it's prob- traditional. Honestly, I don't know you're, pro- you're probably right. You're probably right. I I'd assume so. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, and, and those guys are just like they're they're the old brown men who, who are just like smoking probably the most burned like pure ashy tobacco tasting shit possible. So th- those were like they, older they, they probably just like taste tobacco. Yeah. So I was just saying, like, I, I don't understand what, yeah, I was wondering. Uh, why. I, I did a very quick research on it, and I, uh, it, it's basically advertisers targeted black uh, periodicals and magazines heavily. And so that's what happened. All right. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Because no, no, they could have targeted anyone. Why, why, didn't they, why didn't they target, like, uh, like white people with, like, hey, have mental Because it was probably cheaper to target black people. Because you know they were their, their magazines will probably have cheaper advertising rates. Well, why don't they target everyone? Because menthols, like, like presumably, they taste they taste good, right? Like they mint is good. mint's a good uh, flavor. It, it was probably easy because the white people were probably smoking cigarettes. It's probably easier to get new consumers than for than for you know white people to switch to menthols. So you're saying you're saying that like basically they had captured the so the cigarette manufacturers were like okay we already have white people. In our pockets, yes, with regular cigarettes, yes. But now to get to get new people into our market, we gotta hook them. But yes. it's not good enough to, to give them our old product. We gotta give them a better product that tastes better. And and they were like, okay, all these ethnic minorities, we're gonna go after them with the better cigarette. Yep, exactly, cigarette. exactly. You gotta, right. you know, you know, that you pressure a better product. That narrative makes sense. But again, if, if like menthols were like a better product, I don't know, like white where white people didn't convert to them. Yeah, I, I guess you know they, they were already hooked. Why, why, why sell? Why are you trying to sell something that they're already hooked for? You know, I, I think it's it just depends thing, on the people. It's, it's the thing you're hooked on, but it's better. No, it's the cost it's of product like, just not worth it. Than the switch products, you're you're already consuming the product. It's not like the 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 the, the, the you know the menthol cigarettes are more expensive than regular six by that much. You know. Cause like I said, yeah. like back back at the hookah bar, it's, it's, it's only the old super degens who wanted to drink like who want sorry who wanted to smoke the uh, hookah that was like super bad for you, where this coal is like literally singeing the tobacco. Yeah, it's really uh, only the old heads who like that. Like, I, everyone else like likes the you know the smoother, more flavorful flavors. I, I think it's I think it's just a case where if if you stick with what you already know, right? Especially in, yeah, in addiction. Yeah, most people stick with. Like uh, most people drink the drink that they've always drank since they were, um, since they were, you know, of age of drinking, right? Like you, there are people who still drink the same beer that they've always drank. Most people don't change. Most people don't change. 
Sorry. those kind of things in their lives. It's like choosing your so, favorite so color. Basically, <laughs> so basically, we've, we've learned about your adventurous spirit because you you moved to Japan, and even though in Australia you were a regular cigarette smoker, you decided, hey, I was, now I, my I, thing I, is a, a, apple grape. But but I wasn't a cigarette smoker in Australia. Wait, what? <laughs> you, you just picked it up in Japan? Yeah. What Why happened? not? <laughs> oh, because... Wait, wait. It doesn't cost forty dollars oh, a fucking. Again, okay. Again, a cigarette smoker is like I'm not smoking this pack a day. Just want this to be said for the record, in case my mom's sorry. listening. Sorry, 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 uh, Professor Keith. Uh, I don't recall correctly, but like uh, in the previous episodes, when I, when I was like uh, facetiously or maybe seriously arguing to like lower the cigarette smoking age, what was Ad's argument? What, what was his stance? What was his stance on lowering this smoking age or on yeah, cigarettes? Yeah, what was his general stance on cigarettes? Like, what was it? What, what did he say? I don't know. Isn't Ads a social smoker? Oh yeah, I think that's what he was. That's what it was. Okay. So so ba- so, I don't know. I don't know what. Do do we prove a point? Maybe maybe we prove the anti-smoking people's point right that he was a social smoker, and once the the price became acceptable, he became like a regular smoker. Is that what happened, Ads? Yes. Exactly. Okay, so shouldn't that make you like want to ban cigarettes because you know like how easy it is to get into it? No, I don't believe in banning anything. I'm with Felix, <laughs> okay. except I still want people to get um healthcare. But I'm down with like legalizing all drugs. I, was, I think I've said that. Before. I can't. I can't believe it came around this way because because like uh, okay because I, I I was I was I was arguing for like lowering the age of cigarettes. Hey, I, I, I still I, I still want to protect and, the kids. And now, and now He's you still talking. Nah, no, no, no. no. And now, they can't have choices. Screw them. No, no, no. I, I still want to protect you... the kids. The kids need to be protected. But fuck the adults. Dude, I was doing the, dude, I was doing the cigarette thing as a bit, and now you actually, you actually go to Japan and and just be, become a cigarette addict. Like, what? what I'm not a cigarette addict. What the fuck is this? If I, okay, if you smoke a cigarette a day, is that cigarette addict? I just want to know. Okay, how much do you smoke yeah. a day? How many cigarettes? Yeah, yeah, one, yeah, one. You gotta tell us. I told, one I told cigarette, you, one cigarette. That's not an addict at all, please. Okay, what, but consider that before he was in Japan, he wasn't smoking a cigarette a day. So he's already gone up in three weeks. Percentages. Yes, it's a lot. <laughs> in three weeks from now, it'll be, it's just two a day. And then three weeks after that, it's just three a day. You know, you know. You know, you know why people smoke cigarettes because they, you know, they get they get breaks. You know, it's a oh, I'm going out for a, for for a cig- smoke break. Okay, but if you go out for a break for anything else, you'd be like, why the fuck are you taking a break? That's why uh, cigarettes are, are very important in the uh, restaurant industry, or a lot of industries where you know you get you get uh, smoke breaks and people understand that you, you're you're taking a break. That's yeah, probably why ads does it, right? <laughs> No. no, 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 no. You know, you know, no, no. You, you know what? You know this is good because like now that as is the actual like cigarette addict and like the pro like tobacco industry guy, I can now do a one eighty and be the anti guy. I don't, I don't have to like come out with this 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 uh, bad faith fake stance anymore. Oh, as, wax being fake? How typical. As wax is as, front as, of the we, have, we have now swap positions. You, you can be, you can be the pro cigarette advocate, and I will I, I will protect the children. Okay, go for it. Hey, I, I still said I wanted to protect the children. I just said, fuck the adults. I just want to make that clear. Look, look I, I think you're just living proof. It's like, you know, like, like, like you know, you, you, you claim to be, like, how old are you again? Whatever. Like, like, you know, 25. If, if, if 20 X year old, if 20 X year old, 25 year old ads 
can just be swayed so easily by the flavor of apple grape within a matter of weeks. <laughs> what, 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 what chance? What chance do children have? Like seriously, like once they have the delicious taste of uh, whatever they much are there, double apple. What 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 other flavors do you have? Because double apple, yeah. uh, they have like grapes. No, but grape. no, but I mean, but you make it sound like Japan is, is a good basket. You make it sound like Baskin Robbins. So you just go there and there's like fifty one. There are so many cigarettes on the walls of. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll test them out. Test them out. I've I've been on the same path. Yeah, let's test them out. Come back in a, in a month and be like, what favorite cigarettes do you like in Japan? Ads, oh. how, how many children have you seen smoking in Japan? No, no, okay, but here's the funny thing, right? So, so I finally found a alcohol vending machine, okay, in okay. Japan, which are, which are pr- apparently getting rarer and rarer nowadays. And I just want to say, like, um, there was no check. Like, they didn't ask me for, like, a fucking ID card to check that I was 20 years old or anything, um, which is the legal yeah. age of drinking here. It was just like, okay, he's he's the money, he's he's the alcohol, off you go. Thankfully, thankfully, okay, look, look, I, I was I was I was ragging on Japan for like cleaning up the image around smoking, and like making it harder to smoke in the streets and shit. But thankfully, thankfully, Japan has not done the same for alcohol, and you can still drink alcohol on the street while not feeling like a complete degenerate. You're still a bit of a degenerate, but not a complete degenerate. So I'm thankful for that. I'm actually, I could cigarettes, I could take it or leave it. That, that whole thing, take it or leave it. You can ban that shit. But you can't be banning alcohol. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, In a month, I'm like, guys, you, guys, heroin, you can ban it. Take it off, take it off. <laughs> but cigarettes, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it's counterfactual, though. Maybe the fact that, you know, Japan has this, this candy store lineup of flavored cigarettes, and they don't have as bad youth cigarette smoking as the States, despite it being cheaper, too, as, as you say. No, maybe there's a point to it. Maybe it's the counterfactual that says, as long as people have discipline, they won't become addicted. It's it's just uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about it? Have you have you seen? Do you see a lot of you smoking on the streets? I see it pretty commonly. Like normally, convenience will have like a section outside where you can smoke, and there's like an ice tray. Um, I don't know. I'm looking at the stats. Okay, I'm looking at. We're bringing up the stats here. We're actually being like I don't know. Alright, let's go. Um, so Japan, this is over the past ten years, has has seen a slight decrease in smokers. From this is for adults, twenty percent of adults to uh, this is age group twenty years and older to seventeen point seven percent in twenty nineteen, which is that's a one in five pretty much. One in five adults is a smoker. Now, obviously, Japan has a much older uh, age group demographics wise, um, which helps the fact that most of these people got addicted. When I, I guess the uh, smoking impacts weren't as much uh, well known or weren't as well uh, thing, but like if, if if I show you a cigarette packet in Japan, like in Australia, the cigarette packets are disgusting. Like there's no the, the, the um the the what do you call it? The logo of the thing needs to be in clear print. Like there's no advertising on it. There's no like oh you know shiny like shiny design. It's all it's all standardized designs. Um, and there's just like ugly photos of like a guy dying of skin cancer, of, of lung cancer or some shit. In Japan, in Japan, it's like, ooh, black and yellow and oh, it's a cool design. And it just has in like normal script, like just normal script, tobacco causes lung disease. Just that. So, so that doesn't help. But again, like, right. so I would say, will Japan's smoking rates continue to decrease regardless of whether Japan makes it harder or more difficult to buy cigarettes uh, or more expensive. 
I think yes, because the people who'd gotten addicted to them in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and even 80s uh, no longer will be alive. Okay, and this topic was, uh, was this actually directly requested by Hank? Or was that a joke? I think he actually, no, someone, he, did, someone wrote he, did, he did, he did, he did, I remember now. Uh, he, okay, he wanted us to talk did. about this band. Okay, Hank did so, say so, that. So, so, okay, okay, where, where can so we Hank should... donate money? We, we, should, we should shout out Tank for offering us um, content yeah. because we clearly have only two two sources of content here, which are Sony News exactly. and uh, YouGov. Um, so it's yeah. always good to get new content uh, sources. Um, and if you, what, where can if, he, how can he? Yeah, how can he contribute? He can contribute contrib- by giving us content sources, but he also contributed more direct way. He can contribute direct way to ads buying more cigarettes so that he can test out more flavors and get you guys the real story on what's the best flavor in Japan. How do you do that? You can go to www.coffee, that's ko-fi.com slash the jujus where you can support us monetarily. Ads will be buying cigarettes and alcohol. Wax will be buying just alcohol. Keith will be buying more more streamer merch. I was leading that for you guys to answer, but okay, I'll just answer for everybody. Keith will be buying more stream yeah. merch, so maybe you sh- maybe you shouldn't donate. Actually, that's fucking degenerate. The shit we're doing is like whatever, <laughs> like cigarettes, alcohol, I'm fine with that. But stream merch, that's that's a bridge too fucking far. You got yeah, I'm reconsidering my donation now. 50 <laughs> <laughs> just buy streamer merch. Uh, I might have to uh, make it so that the money goes to ads only. So yeah, uh, yeah, the right didn't vision. buy any streamer merch. Wax bought streamer merch. Oh my god! And then wax. had it delivered to me. Well, Wax is directly employed by Team uh, uh, Eastward Door, right? Or is he serving <laughs> you a contractor? Look, 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 look! It, it, it was it was me. It was me giving everyone. Did I give? Did I send them around Christmas? Whatever. Let's just say it was like a holiday gift. It, it was just me giving everyone money around the holidays because I I had a windfall. Okay. <laughs> Where's my money? I didn't receive anything, Wax. <laughs> it was it was it was for my fellow podcasters. Okay, the core group, the core the core group. Hey, hey, Jason, hey, Jason didn't get anything. You didn't get anything. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I see. Anyway, we we should we should try to wrap because I think Keith has to go uh, watch the sun soon. Keith, are the suns playing already? Uh, not yet. Tip off is delayed because the heat. Sixers game is still on. No, no, the tip off is gonna be. Uh, well, the no, no. broadcast isn't. Yeah, the broadcast like, is delayed. Yeah, is delayed. Oh, that means, they... well, that means the Sixers uh, heat game is close because if it's not close, they usually start the other game. So that means it's uh, close, I guess. No, it's not close. Well, then they'll, if it's not close, they'll just they'll just cut to the other game. For you. It's no, it's no. Seventeen point game. What they do is they broadcast on a separate channel and then uh, they'll merge. All right, but in any case, we should probably just. Uh, Let's wrap up with song recommendations. Nobody's written their song recommendation. I'm furiously looking for a song recommendation now. Uh, I have one. Uh, I don't I don't know, think of one. I'll go and make me think. Okay, uh, you, well. you go. You go last. So I'll go first. My song recommendation is a song called "Slow Time" by Science Noodle. They are a Taiwanese um, indie pop band who I just recently discovered, um, and this is a great song. It's really like. It's kind of chill wave. Um, I think, in general, write it down. Indie pop. Right, right, right. 
Friday the fuck right. down. Hold up, hold up. I'm just adding it to the wax half full songs of the week, which I forgot to do for last week's two songs. So if you remember what they were, right. please tell me. Um, <laughs> They're in the documents. Holy shit. Ah, fuck oh, it. I'm you added the. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Uh, so science, it's, it's a song by Science Noodles called Slow Time. Great, great little uh, you know, indie pop ballad. Uh, it's a cute little song, and I quite enjoyed it. All right, uh, I'll go next. Uh, to be topical, I'm going to pick My Bloody Valentine. It's Cigarette in Your Bed. Not particularly one of my favorite songs from them, but it's topical, so there you go. It's a band I like, and it's a song that's topical in the pod. There we go. Uh, Pete? All right, I'll go. Uh, my song is a uh, new release from Doja Cat uh, from Baz Luhrmann's upcoming Elvis uh, biopic, uh, Elvis. The song is called Vegas. She performed it uh, for during her set at Coachella, uh, but now it's like officially released on uh, streaming services and YouTube and stuff like that. Okay, uh, it takes Hound Dog back to you know, the original blues, Big Mama Thornton version. Um, and then she raps over it as well. Can I, okay, so to, just to, to, to extend the podcast by a little bit, is that how the Elvis movie is working? Because my assumption when I saw the trailer, well, when I, saw, I heard about it was it was going to be a jukebox movie like Bohemian Rhapsody. But then I saw news that said they were, int- they were incorporating a lot of modern artists. So is that how it's working? It's a lot of like covers, reinterpretations. What's the, what's the uh, vision for that supposed to be? Uh, I imagine it's that it's going to be like a jukebox movie because that's like Baz Luhrmann's style. Uh, okay, it's what he's best at, I should say. Um, but how are they? I think he's but how are they? But how are they? Because I heard this long list of modern artists they're trying to incorporate. So how are they going to incorporate them? Uh, I mean, they're, they're just gonna if if this is anything to go by, they're literally just having uh, artists do uh, whatever they want their take on like Elvis songs basically. So very like liberal covers by modern artists because they, they think is it because they don't, they think like their original Elvis songs as sung by him don't stand up quite as well. So they're doing very, very kind of a like liberal takes on them. Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you know who Baz Luhrmann is? No. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, uh, like Romeo plus Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio and, uh, Claire Danes, I think. I believe. Kate Winslet. Um, <laughs> Claire well, Danes. <laughs> what happened there? Kate yeah. Winslet. Uh, yeah, no. no. Claire Danes. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, and then like Moulin Rouge. Okay. Um, and so like movies like that, Great Gatsby, he did in 2013. Um, some other things. So this is very much like his his style is that it's going to be um it's not going to be a movie in this in the style of like uh bohemian rhapsody or something like that where it's just like the yeah like about the performer and their career and stuff like that it's going to be like a like an interpretation basically like it's going to be very stylistic uh so just having like his story but not really his songs being performed in that style is very like on okay. brand. Well, well, that case, I would say it's not really a jukebox movie in the sense that Rocket Man and Boy Me and Rhapsody were. This is more like a 
a stylistic Elvis biopic and they use his songs, but they use them in a unique way, not even the one sung by him exactly. So I, 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 maybe yeah, it's I mean, it'll, be, it'll be a jukebox. It just won't be his jukebox. Okay. It'll be Baz Luhrmann's jukebox. Because oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, they'll be they'll be integrated in some way, um, probably, but not necessarily like footage of him performing each song or anything like that. Okay, I understand what you mean, but I, I think that most people would say that's not what a jukebox would be. Well, you, maybe maybe depends on who you ask, but I feel like that's like not what people think of as a traditional jukebox movie. Anyway, that sounds very interesting. Maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just gives other stuff to you. He's one of my favorite directors. If I'm you haven't seen song. any of those things that I know. We're going back. <laughs> God, God fucking damn it. Okay, fine, change it. Go. Fucking change it. Do did, did, did you want to say something? You're muted. <laughs> oh my you fucking God. When did, I, when did I get muted? Anyway, I wanted to change my song. My song is Cigarette Daydreams by Cage the Elephant, a fantastic little indie rock ballad. Um, great lyrics, uh, maybe singing styles for down. everybody, but uh, it's a great song and it's about cigarettes. So, you know, right, yeah, write it the fuck down. And... I'm, I'm writing, I'm yeah. writing it. Fucking hell, okay. All right, Felix, what's your song? Uh, my song is uh, Rick Astley, The Bitch. Um, it's from his unreleased album where I wrote the Wikipedia article on. I contributed something to life, I suppose. <laughs> Wait, you wrote, you wrote the Wikipedia article about it? Yes. Yes, I wrote a Wikipedia article about Rick Astley's unreleased album, My Red Book. Okay, uh, I can't believe you brought this up now because I wanted to talk about this for 30 minutes, but now we can't. Maybe we, we, we will talk to, we'll talk about this next time. Put, put it on the list. Maybe put it on the list and make, make, I'll talk about it next time. Okay. How can you fucking, how can you drop that at the end like this? That's like something we should be talking about for like the entire episode. What the fuck? Well, maybe it's a teaser to, you know, come back and listen to me next time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's a teaser. That's, that's good marketing, I guess. Yeah. All right. All right. Gonna... Close this out. Close this out. Close this out. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys, once again for another quite lengthy 90-minute show. Um, although, like, the first 30 minutes were, again, nothing. But you expected there to be nothing for the whole show. So if there was only 30 minutes of nothing, that's an improvement. Um, thanks for listening. And once again, you can support us monetarily at www.coffee, that's ko-fi.com slash, slash the jujus, um, not slosh. Um, I might get sloshed tonight, but anyways, uh, that will help me get sloshed tonight if you do donate. Uh, thanks for listening and we will catch you guys again next week. Bye.